This week's episode is sponsored by Pear.com. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pear Networks. Pear has 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pear makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit Pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's Pair.com slash free, promo code QUICKSTART, to get started today. Now, on with the show. The only great thing that's coming out of DC is Matt Reeves' Batman, and I tell you, that shit looks so cinematic. God damn it. Everything they put out, I am watching. I start um, sweating anytime I see more footage of that movie. You may fire when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Let's keep it keep it season three. We're coming. We're here. Oh, happy new year. How's everybody doing? Happy season three, everybody. We are so excited to be back in the building with y'all. God damn right. Just bring it back. It's a new year. It's a new season. We got great things coming. Happy everybody is here. Uh We're going to break down for you some some news happened over the course of the past holiday break. Um, But more importantly, like we are, this is the first time this crew has been back together since Spider-Man December. Since yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, since Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So um, so we got to make sure everybody's properly introduced and welcome and, and give us an update on what they were into over the over the course of the holiday season. I'm going to kick it on down to one big daddy, <laughs> a.k.a. Marcus <laughs> J. Destin. Marcus, how it's you feeling? Me. It's me, big daddy. How y'all doing? Um, you know, listen, uh, I'm good. I'm here. I went home. Uh, what are we supposed to be doing? I forgot. How are you? How are you? Are we good? Yes, I am good. I am happy to be here. It feels like it's been forever, but then in reality, it's like not really. It hadn't been that long of a time. Right, yeah. But like it, you know, it, it feels it feels good. So we're here. I'm happy. Well, good. Well, we're glad. We're glad you're here. Yeah, how was how was time with the family? Too long. I'll tell okay. you this. I will <laughs> oh. never again stay a month down. <laughs> you know, you, when you have your own place. Sure. You know, you just and you you go from sleeping in your own bed with yep. a foam mattress yep. to a couch and then transitioning to other people's bed. At some point, mm-hmm. it was like I literally could not sleep. Oh, I literally no. could not sleep anymore. And I was like, I think I've been here too long. And it wasn't like a bad thing. It yeah. wasn't like family yeah. was bad or anything. It was just kind of like, OK, I'm just kind of ready to go home. I always feel that way after a little while where I'm like, I feel like I'm overstaying my welcome. Yes. <laughs> like, and it's just, I'm not because it's yeah. family, but there is definitely that vibe of like, y'all want me to get out of here. 
Yeah. I kind of want to get out of yeah. here. Y'all want to walk <laughs> around naked. I want to walk around naked. We both can't do it here. No. So, you know, as soon yeah. as I knew it was bad when I hit Verm and the guy was like, um, yeah, welcome back to Sioux City, Iowa. Um, our machine currently can't lift your bags up to the to the to the runway because <laughs> it's negative two degrees. And I said, I started smiling and I was like, welcome <laughs> home. Welcome home. Welcome home. I don't know why I'm smiling, but I'm happy to be back. No, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> that's, I, that's such a northern thing to say. It's just it like it's negative yeah. two, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no. our machines weren't built for this kind of weather. We <laughs> we don't know what to do with them either. Like why, like, why are we living in why are we living right. in this? They live right. Yeah. But I'm Foxes happy. Foxes should live there and that's it. That's um, it. Oh, and uh, what was that eternal that lived out there in South Dakota? Which one? Oh, oh the Salma Hayek yeah, one. Yeah, Salma, Salma, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're the only only things that live out and here apparently yeah. ajac is the only one who can handle the cold well it's fine <laughs> makes sense. um yeah it does and and we need to make sure that this is complete with a one brian roush brian roush how you feeling yeah. hi everybody i am tired and sleep deprived because we still have three kids uh but the good <laughs> news is is that we've gone seven weeks with three kids they're all alive um and That's they're true. all they're That's all just along. so you know if that gives you a peek into my window of <laughs> of of getting by that's that's where we're at so honestly that's all you can ask for if, alive if brian, is all you can ask for if oh. brian comes into this podcast one day and he says like it's been a rough re- rough week we have two kids and everyone should be alarmed everyone should be no. if he comes in and goes there we know it's in the house we don't know where it is yeah, yeah. we went from two to three yeah. from three to two and we don't know what happened yeah. oh, man. Um, Everybody should. Everybody, stop what you're doing and go over to the Roush house. No, nah, I, I love my kids, but man, this this transition to having having three, it's just not gonna be. It it's sending me for a loop. I got very yeah. comfortable. I'm like, you know what? I've had I've had two kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. And then like today, it was like, no, like shut up. No, you have three true. kids, and you still need to get to understand what it's like having three kids. So that's yeah. where my mind is at. Okay. Um. But uh. But no. Honestly, good. Uh. I did want to. I like. I had a ton of time to watch stuff over paternity leave, which was great. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Like I got into everything from Cowboy Bebop. To succession, right. watch some arcane. I, I watch I'm watching Dickinson right now. It's wow it's great. You gotta do it's everything. Great. Just a little bit, a little bit of everything. I you know, Maggie was like, I'll watch Cowboy Bebop. Like it it intrigues me. And then I was like, okay, like you wanted to watch Dickinson for a while. We'll 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 check it out. Nice. And I I love both. So that's great. Everybody wins. Yeah, everybody does win. You know what? I did I did have a realization on Facebook. That Brian has all boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but literally, I think they posted some new pictures, and I was like, "God damn, that's that's three boys." That and is, then I felt bad for Maggie because I was like, "That's four yeah. in the house to one." Hey, hey yeah, that's well. Yes, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You're accurate. Uh, yeah. Yes, there are three boys. We did get we got professional photos done. So, um, adorable. Yeah, so. Adorable. Absolutely adorable. Thank you. you yes. That's four boys. It yeah. Is. Well, four one man. One man. Look, there one are four man. gentlemen in the house, and my wife is four a treasure. Gentlemen. She's a gem. Yeah. Shout out to Maggie Roush. Shout yeah. out to Maggie. If anybody wants to, if anybody pour one out for Maggie, just pour a glass <laughs> of rose in a bottle. You know, whatever. <laughs> just let her go. Because 
She's dealing with everything. <laughs> Doug, God, how are you? I am doing great. Um, I am coming fresh off of a vacation to nice. uh, the happiest place on earth. Um, my The Wagner clan went down to Orlando, Florida for January 2nd through the 8th for a Disney World vacation. And y'all, that to call that a vacation is being a little liberal um, because <laughs> you are work. there. You really did. Like, you really, you, you really did. Work. You really did. You, you, you go there and you try to make the most of it because there's this pressure, right? Because it's expensive. So you're like, oh, my God, I got to I it. have to squeeze every yep, in, like every your money drop. Through of yep. magic from yep. this vacation mm-hmm. or otherwise we fail um yep. and so there's <laughs> okay, a little, I go that far <laughs> there's a little bit of pressure there's a little bit of pressure mission um, failure but imagine going going to the greatest place on earth and fucking hating that shit as soon as you get off the plane yeah <laughs> well but this sucked <laughs> well here's here's the problem though is that like Every time I interact with a Disney property, there's always a part of me that's property. a skeptic. Like, there's oh, a Doug's sk- calling it a property at I the know. greatest place on earth. <laughs> it's, it's, gonna... There's a part of me that's a skeptic, right? So like a few years ago, I was at a conference and I went to Disneyland just for a day. Mm, and nice. I went there and I was like, all right, Disneyland. <laughs> okay, whatever. And wow. there's always this moment that it hits me where I'm like, you sons of bitches, you pull it off. Like, <laughs> like where I'm just surprised and shocked that they did it and i i had another moment but because it's four different parks i had one of those moments basically every day where i walked in and i was like sons of bitches you pulled it off like and so for me epcot walking around the world showcase and getting to like France and to like the Remy like Ratatouille ride. There's a part oh, of me. Yeah. Like, There's a Remy Ratatouille ride. Yep. Yeah, there is, and oh, it's dude. fucking amazing. Is it, it is, really? It is really that. good. That's and awesome. I, you get it, you do it, and you're like, no oh, fuck, you sons of bitches. You mm-hmm. And then you get to Hollywood Studios, and I thought for a very sincere moment that I was in Star Wars. Like, do you understand? <laughs> do you understand me? Look at Brian. When, Look at Brian. When I say to you that they. I don't know what they did. I don't know if they had to sacrifice some Ewoks <laughs> in order to make that thing happen. Ewoks. Jesus Christ. That, it, is, a turn. it is. Should we feel bad for Ewoks? Ewoks is always fucking some shit up. But it's I mean, true. We, yes, it's you true. should feel bad. But it is. Guess I'm a Sith Lord. They have that boiled down. I killed down. them all. <laughs> I killed them all. The men, the women, the children. Oh, Anakin oh, announced Jesus. that shit and she was like... <laughs> And Anakin said that shit, and she was like, "That's okay. I don't like saying either." <laughs> like what, girl? Oh man, get the fuck That's... over. Sorry, Doug. Go ahead. Anyway, no, but it's it's one of those moments where you're like, "Oh my god, you pulled it off!" Like this yeah. is this is Star Wars in essence. And I yeah. I did a lightsaber build. I'll nice. talk about that in a minute. I did a lightsaber Ooh, build. Nice. You guys, I got chills during that. <laughs> that how moment. was? How was okay? You're gonna talk about it later. We'll we'll just keep going, keep going. Keep yeah, going. and then even like and then Magic Kingdom, like just moments where you get there and you look around and you're like, yeah, okay, I get this. And so and mm-hmm. all so all four of them, there was a moment where it was just like, this is incredible. And so so it was worth the half a million dollars. It was it was worth <laughs> it was worth 
<laughs> well, I mean, expensive. It well, and the be. best part is, is that like we'd been planning for it. And so yeah. I got paid yep. out from time off that I had accrued from USD. Ooh. So everybody, a round of applause for USD for paying damn. out my time off God and paying damn. for my trip oh. to Disney World. Oh, so, yeah. Quit the job and then the job pays your trip. Yeah, that's basically that's, how it worked. So like kind of like a bonus, Disney, basically Disney bonus. Yeah, and then I came back and found out that we got a like a merit based raised at work. So like, you well, everything's wow, cool you got the ball. Wow, is he just flexing on us? What the yeah, fuck is this? He is. Things are turning up. Like, I went to Disney World. I got this big check from USD, and now I got, I got a, a raise. That's, That's a right. white, white privilege. It's. I mean, it really, it really was. It, no, it's not. <laughs> it just, it just happens. I love when payments. I love when payments happen like that. When you go out yeah. of town or some shit, and you just time it just right, where it's yeah. just like you spent some money, but now you're getting some money. It feels like you didn't spend shit. I love. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Love it just. It means it works exactly the it, way you need exactly. it to. Well, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was my trip. Uh, we came Good. back tired. I slept for three hours on Sunday afternoon. Harper took a four-hour nap on Sunday afternoon. So we came back wow. tired. So, wow. um, But I'm excited to be here because it's season three, and we got things to go over. We, we got we things ha- to yes. do. Yes, we um, do. But there's one thing I want to do, and I want to introduce a new segment on the show. I'm still, okay. still trying to figure out what we call it. <laughs> um, but here's here's the premise. All right. So I was gifted... For Christmas. Oh boy. This book. Oh. The Marvel Encyclopedia. Okay. This book is something like 500 pages. That's a lot. And it includes every single character that has appeared in Marvel Comics since it came into its iteration. And part of me, as I'm like thumbing through it, I'm like, man, there's a lot of shit in here. (laughs) A lot of stuff that I have no idea of. Okay. And so what I want to do is because we're like a movies and a comics podcast, I want to start bringing comics back into it. Okay. I am going to introduce a segment called the wheel of obscure Marvel characters. (laughs) And so every other week, I'm going to, I'm going to spin the wheel. We're going to land on a character and I am going to dive into the Marvel unlimited app. Learn okay. as much as I can about this character and report back this on what I found out. Okay, all so right. All that's right. what we're doing. Sweet. So, hold so on, you're everybody. doing all the work. Well, I mean, and you guys could dive into if you want to, but it's it's, a, it's up to you guys. <laughs> all I heard was I'm gonna read this and then present it to you. I'm like, all right, I, well, I, mean, I, I have some favorite book. obscure characters that I would love to bring Ooh, up. So okay. I'm all about this. So oh this my motherfucker's really got a wheel. wheel. So this Doug one has a wheel He's got on a wheel. our share screen right wow. now. A wheel of obscure characters. Yeah. Now, the big thing to keep in mind, the big the thing to keep in mind is that these characters are obscure to me, which means. I don't know a lot about. Yep, so okay. I tried to kind of pop all over the place. So yeah. you are going to spin this wheel. Uh-huh. And then the person that it lands on. Yep. You, you are then going to do a read dive. about it. Yep. Okay. Basically. Yep. Do a deep okay. dive. All right. And so okay. here's what we have. So here's our list. We have Abyss as a character. Okay. The Brood. It's sort Love of like it. a group of characters. Chameleon. No way Chameleon is a is a obscure character. Mm, to you. Just okay. to me. Okay. To me. Okay, it's interesting. He's an interesting character for sure. Doc Samson. That's definitely Guardian. obscure. Yeah. Guardian. Um, I've got to read this one. Imperator. Imper- uh, uh, uh-huh. 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 Legion. Yeah. And Mojo. It's interesting. 
Okay. All sort of relatively obscure. Is Mojo characters. that mutant? Is Mojo a mutant? Yeah. Okay. From, the, yeah, from, I think I from where mutant. I pulled him, he's an X Men villain, and his yes. appearance oh, is from okay. like 1986. That's right. That's right. He does. So, okay. gentlemen. All right. We are going to spin the wheel. Are spin you ready? Okay. Yes. Yeah, Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? I hope it's Bojo. Uh, I kind of want Guardian. It's Chameleon. That's oh, okay. This. Okay. So we 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 landed on and there we go. We have a winner, Chameleon. Um so this week I will I will dive into Chameleon and huh. I will report back on what I learned about okay. Chameleon um both from the encyclopedia and then also via the Marvel Unlimited apps. So Your brain is going to blow the fuck up because it, it absolutely I, is. I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to clue you into something. The only thing I know about Chameleon Okay, Barack Obama. Barack I'll just, Obama. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm, oh yeah. Jesus Christ! Okay, <laughs> that, that can't end well. But uh, yeah, all, all right. right. Well, here we go. Barack Obama. I'm very curious, Brian, as to where this is going with Barack Obama. That is going to be so interesting to me. I'm very curious. I, but I, I, I and, promise and if, it connects. I promise it connects. But you, enjoy yourself. Yeah. And if there are any listeners who have a character that you really want me to add to the wheel, let us know. If either one of you have a character that we should add to the wheel, let me know. Um, if you want to spin the wheel and dive in yourselves, just let me know and we'll go from there. But Love that's going to be a new segment we introduce. I Love imagine it. that this is also going to be on the TikTok, right? Is this it? will also be on the TikTok. Okay. So great. I will okay, talk great. about it there as well. Excellent. Okay, great. Very great, great. Love that. Yeah. Excellent. So, gentlemen, who would like to kick us off with their first piece of news of season three? Oh my gosh. Where do we start? Where it where doesn't... where where should we start? We um, can start wherever you want to start. I do want to start here. I want okay, to say go ahead. Piece to uh Bob Saget. Yes. Uh this was probably oh. one of the more unexpected, you know. Very unexpected. I don't know. It was just very unexpected to hear. It kind of still does not feel real. Um, for yeah. those that may not know, Bob Saget, they found him um, you know, he had passed away in his hotel room by himself. He was on tour on a comedy tour, no drugs or anything that seemed to be um, involved or anything like that, but they did just find him by himself. Um, and yeah. for those of you that, if you've been living under a rock, Bob Saget is the father from Full House. Um, yep. I grew up on Full House. Full House then had the spinoff of um, Family Fuller Matters. House? Um, oh yeah, and well, Family Matters. Family Matters, too, yeah. and then Full and Full House too as well. So I just wanted to yeah. say, you know, you know, rest in power, rest in peace, um, and, and prayers to his family as well, okay. and everybody that's connected to him because you know he's been around for. Yeah, generations, and so um, you know, just wanted to say that and get that out first. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and to kind of piggyback off of that, Marcus, um, rest in peace to Sidney Poitier too. Ah, yes, because he because yes. he passed away over the, over our break as well. And and for those that don't know, he was the first African American to win an Oscar. Um, and so absolutely rest in peace to him. And we lost Betty White too. So we so did. far, the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 has been rough for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's um. Yeah. It's tough, but you know, you know, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We, you know, when you you know here, appreciate people while they're here. That's really what I want to say. Give them their flowers. Yeah. Appreciate people while they're here. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. So those are all. Yeah, those are all really tough losses, and I and I feel like I, I think I, the, the you opened with Bob Saget, and I, I just I feel like we're at a point where like 65, 65 just seems <sighs> really young. It feels like he had a whole other phase of his life mm -hmm. to yeah. like to to be doing stuff. Um, yeah. And and yeah, I, I yeah, obviously Bob Saget was a big part of my childhood with Full House, yeah. and then he hosted America America's Funniest Home Videos, did. yeah, which 
for anybody that's listening that doesn't know what that is, it was like I saw this in a tweet that encapsulated this perfectly. It was like YouTube um, before YouTube and Bob Saget hosted it for it's, a half hour yeah, that's every true. week. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, just yeah, it, it, it took me out. It, it, all, all three of those losses were, were, were real tough to see. Oh, for sure. And again, uh, again, Marcus said this best, but like his co-stars from Full House, I mean, John Stamos tweeted like, I'm gutted. Like, I just can't believe that he's gone. Mm. So, yeah, definitely sending thoughts and prayers to family and friends of Bob, too. So, um, but yeah, way to start us off. That's it's good to remember those people and give them their flowers while, while they're here. So thank you. Thank um, Brian, what do you have for news? All right. Well, my news is that uh, The Raid is getting a remake and it's coming to Netflix mm, with Michael okay. Bay producing. Oh, I don't really know how I feel about it. Uh, <laughs> Explosive. Look, if this gives me a chance to talk about The Raid, I'm going to take it. The Raid is good. The, right. the Raid is it is fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, it is it is like peak action filmmaking. The fight scenes are incredible. It is it it's phenomenal. So go watch it. I, I I'm don't just think that I have. It's I really, really? enjoy it. Yes, um, you would I mean, like basically it. it's it, it, it is two it is two cops trying to get from the bottom of the building to the top. <laughs> <laughs> like that's and it. it's everything you can imagine in between. That's true. Pretty much. That's true. You know, you know yeah. what the raid? I put the raid up there with like you ever seen Brick Mansions? That's also a film. Oh my god! As well, I, um, yes. But they're both just really. Just when did these really, come out in the mid nineties? When did those come out? I, the I raid came out I, in the twenty tens. I'm I'm pretty positive. Oh my god! I just straight up missed it. Like yes, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. happened? I don't well, think it, it was, was like it. heavily promoted though. It was an international, I mean, it's, I should say, international to us as the United States. Oh, it was made sure. outside of the U.S. Um, and it only gained, I feel like it It got a lot of word of mouth, which okay. is like right. how it kind of, yeah, 2011, The oh, Raid. Sure. Um, yeah, and I, okay. I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, yeah, but yeah, a SWAT team becomes trapped in a tenement run by a ruthless mobster. Oh, yep, Jesus. there you go. Okay. That's, yeah, that's it. I'm trying you, to get from the bottom of the building top of the building top. yeah you start at the bottom now we're here it's kind of um, like kind of like a fast and that's how fast and furious started you, you know like that's a, true that's true two cars racing just casual two guys racing yeah the next thing you know these motherfuckers in space so yep, you that's gotta yep. start somewhere it's yep. true you really Pretty do much. you gotta look back on it and appreciate um, it yeah in any case it, it's gareth edwards it's the same it's the same guy who did the original so part of me okay part mm. of me is like okay like so Michael Bay is an executive producer. Yeah, I'm assuming it just means they are contractually obligated to have like so many explosions. I, that's hour. gotta be what that means. Um, that's right. that's my and guess. A, this and much and a Transformers appearance. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This much slow mo. At least one muscle car. Minimum ten explosions is kind yeah. of sounds good. Yeah. yeah that's uh, fine. But uh, but I don't know. I'm excited. I like seeing movies like this come to Netflix. Uh, I like seeing them experiment, get weird with it. So hopefully. Hopefully that's some fun news. Okay. Well, thanks like for it. sharing, Brian. That's very interesting. I'm very no curious to see where that goes. Like um, that. My first piece of news is going to be talking is a little bit after the fact, but I just wanted to do a pulse check with the two of you um, okay. because over the break book of Boba Fett released mm. on Disney plus and we're two episodes into it and we, we always have to kind of take things two episodes into something, but this has kind of been, it's, it's hard for me to hear a lot of buzz about it, 
but I'm very curious to hear y'all's thoughts on the first two episodes of Book of Boba Fett, because as of now, I don't know how I should feel about this show. So I'm going to kick it on over. My news is kind of kicking it on over to you all. That's that's my news is that it released. And I want what your opinion. A, what a half ass news it's job. Really, it's, it's really a it's a bullshit news job. I shouldn't get credit for it at all, but I'm going to take credit for it. Um, but gentlemen, thoughts on Book of Boba Fett as we kind of get as now that we're two episodes into this. OK, I'm going to start only because Brian is going to give you more of an in-depth. It's, I think he can I, give you. He's the expert in the I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. So okay. Brian, I, go ahead. Brian can give it to you. My thoughts are quick. We are the podcast that don't pull any punches. So I'm going to be honest with you. I do not like this shit at all. Like, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not. I, I don't think I'm going to make it to episode three. You know, I, I was, you know, you watch The Mandalorian. And yeah. you watch all of these other great shows that Star Wars has managed to. Even Star Wars Visions was 10 episodes of completely mm-hmm. different animations. 10 completely different stories. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic, right? This... I don't know if I need it. Like, I almost mm-hmm. feel like they could have told all yeah. of Boba's story in one episode. Um, and they're yeah. stretching it. Like, they want you to really love this character because the the actor is still alive. Like, yeah. he was good in Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know if I needed the spinoff. So, for me, I'm just yeah. not the biggest fan of this show. Yeah, I kind of, I get that. I get that for sure. Brian? As the like resident hardcore yeah, Star Wars guy yeah, on the yeah, podcast, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm still along for the ride. Mm. I like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna watch the whole series. Like every every Wednesday, I'm gonna be watching the episode. Like yep. that's just that's just who I am. I enjoy being in the Star Wars universe, even if it doesn't always fire on all cylinders. Um, I think with that context out of the way, I think Book of Boba Fett is not what I expected. Yes. But that's a good thing for me. I okay. think oh, okay. that for me, what I expected was Boba Fett. And it was just going to be like, okay, you know, the Godfather. All right. So what if it's Boba Fett? Okay. Cause that's what, like, that is okay. what star Wars has been doing. It's just been yeah. like, all right, you know, like Clint Eastwood Westerns. Okay. But what if yeah. star Wars, what if it's star Wars? <laughs> right. Like the guy right. back's like, yes, blank yep. check. Pretty much yep. like, and it's the same thing with Rogue One, too. Of like, you know, World War II, like thriller action movies, and people are like, yeah, like, okay, but Star Wars, and, and people are like, oh, so in any case, <laughs> that's what I expected out of Book of Boba Fett. I expected this crime lord drama of like taking okay. territory kind of stuff. Um, and instead, it's like almost like Boba Fett is reflecting on his entire life and how he got to this point, which is not what I expected, but I'm enjoying it (laughs) mainly because it is so heavily leaning on visuals and not as much on dialogue, which yes connects with me. It, I understand it does not connect with everybody, but you're giving me an intense character study on an on a on a character that had like six minutes of screen time in the original trilogy and it turns out it's like kind of getting deep and i feel like there's some breadcrumbs there of where we could go and i'd like to see that but i don't know if that's where we're gonna go but i mean if you're comparing this to things like lawrence of arabia or (laughs) other character studies like (laughs) star this is weird it is it is really weird it is very like my star wars weird like right that was such a jump I yeah. mean, I'm. I, I want to see where this goes. It's new and yeah, different. I like that's it. Fair. That's what fair. What was the last Star Wars project that did not hit on all cylinders before? 
maybe before we don't know about this. This could this could escalate they, in the next true. few it episodes. Could it, could, it, could it could turn up, right? But what was the last thing that did not hit in the Star Wars universe for you? I mean, I, for me, it's solo. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of solo oh, apologists wow. out there. There are a lot of solo um, apologists. And, and people genuinely enjoy the movie. And I will say this. The second act of Solo is like, it is very good Han Solo Star Wars. Yep. Like, it is a solid half hour. I, I love it. Um, but the whole rest of the other movie is just like, what do you what like i don't understand like how this adds anything to han's character it doesn't uh -huh. i don't care about any of it really um that was the last project that i was just like i i can't i can't get there it is yep. definitely at the bottom of my star wars mm -hmm. movies but again it's star wars like it's yeah. like pizza even if it's not your favorite like it's, it's still, still pizza, pizza. true yeah, like, that's a good point that's fair that's it's fair. still the south and also it may, it kind of breaks my heart because i really feel like uh childish gambino i'm totally <laughs> flanking i mean he is childish gambino i mean it's both but i mean okay and, but, and, and lando like, donald glover's performance in that is is stellar it's I, really good like and amelia clark's is too it's just it's just in any case we don't need to linger on solo we're here to talk about book of boba fett doug is there is there something you want to yeah. say I, it's just it's so it's just no, fucking, stop beating around fucking, the goddamn bush. Just fucking out there like yeah. and that's the there thing is there's this and and the thing is that like okay so and maybe this is i shouldn't have i should have tried to stay off twitter but there was a uh, like on wednesday because i was on twitter <laughs> on wednesday and day. i see all of these like <laughs> twitter, twitter fucking, traffic on wednesday fucking, fuck you Im up. fucking images of this like like weird looking wookie and i'm like what the fuck is oh, this? And then yes. I watched the episode and this asshole's in it for three seconds. And I'm like, y'all were losing your minds over this. Like, well, I don't even know what this is from. Like he, he is a very famous. I shouldn't say famous. He is in a bunch of star Wars comic books that have like a cult. Okay. Like appeal. Uh, so cool. that is why there was so much like noise on Twitter about it. Cause he's shown up. Uh, I cannot remember his name right now, but he shows up in like Darth Vader comics. He's teamed up with Boba Fett before. Okay. So like for people that knew it was like, whoa, it's like someone's old partner coming out of the woodwork. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's just, it was, and then you like watch the episode and he's, when Black he Croissant. is, when, yeah, it's, I, it's, I keep, every time Croissant I read it, I keep going. Time. Yeah. Every time they read, every time I read that his name, I'm like, are they trying to type Black Klansman? Because that is not that Wookiee's <laughs> oh, name. No. That is not his name no. at all. And I, that's I not can't... what we're doing for Black History Year. Please <laughs> no, keep going. That's not what we're doing. But I have to untrain my brain like, Chris, every time. It I is read. a K and then a double R. Black and then an S. So it is. Yes, up. I absolutely see it. Black it's Black is how I would uh, say Santa. it. Black um, like, like KK Klansman. <laughs> Which is a good movie. It's a great movie. A good he movie. Is, he is a black and, Wookiee. Watch that movie. And, that, and it doesn't help that he's a black Wookiee every black time. Wookiee. Um, and then the other thing is like when they have Boba Fett teaching these Tuscan Raiders how to ride a like a speeder bike, I was like, this, 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 this is our peak television. When yeah, he tells right. him he's gonna ride it like a bantha, I like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I like that. I it's, like it, like it's fun. It's just. I have these moments where I'm like, 
I said to the, I said to you guys in the chat today as I was watching, I was like, this feels like Lawrence of Arabia, but make it Star Wars. Why like, is yeah, that the right. second time Lawrence of Arabia has been mentioned side by side it's like, with the show? Because Lawrence of Arabia is he's trapped in a desert and he is learning the ways and befriending the people of the desert. Mm. And all of the second episode was Boba Fett yeah. finally starts to learn the culture and learn the traditions and learn the significance and be ingrained and adopt where he's at before he goes off on his own, which is very much what happens sort of in that, that Boba, sort of, or has Boba, parallels. Boba Fett is what anti-hero. Uh, what are they trying to make him I mean, into? I guess. I mean, redemption. Is this a redemption to make him into a hero? No, I, I think I don't, I don't think so. To me, Boba Fett is more of an anti-hero. I feel like there's a lot of, and anti-heroes yes, Star I'm so Wars. sick of that fucking word i hate but, the word anti-hero but <laughs> I, I honestly i don't know i don't think they're setting up a redemption arc i feel like my hope my hope is that this tries to confront some of the things that boba fett is that he's linked to via sure. his father mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. what impact that had on him because in the two episodes we've got he's had flashbacks to his dad yeah and camino and I feel like there's some good stuff there because being a clone and not like, but being a clone and then having your dad fall to the Jedi, that's got to mess you up. And yeah, I feel like maybe true. there's some good stuff to explore there, but also what does it look like to have a simple man make his way through the galaxy? Maybe that's where we're going. Maybe that's I, where we're going. I got no idea, but I feel like we're going to see a whole lot more sand people. So I sure that's hope you all like true. sand people. Marcus. Yes, thank you. Um, here's my thing <laughs> about those fucking flashbacks. There's no head in that helmet that that kid is picking up. So where the fuck is his dad's head? Oh, that is Great not how I read that. Great this questions. Chopped his I fucking mean, head off. Well, funny story. So if, if you look closely, because I'm a super geek. Okay. If you look closely in episode two, if you're freeze framing it, the uh, the decapitation, actually the head separates. Oh, does it? As Mace, okay. how the fuck? That, you the know head. how much force he had to put. Boy, Mace would be fucking Barry like, Bonds the hell out there. Goddamn, like <laughs> he was all I'm saying is that the you see the shadow of this guy's head for like a second, and then you see the helmet go kaplunk kaplunk. Because right, it's still a kids movie. But oh. remember, decapitations in a kids movie. Okay, romance swinging a Bad. like. Not. Yep. Bad. Yep. Bad. Okay. Well, okay. Well, then that answers my question. The other thing I had was this it has nothing to do with Boba Fett. I read this quote that they said Jedi's can have sex in relationships, but well, they can have sex, but they just cannot build relationships. And I thought that that was the funniest thing ever. Imagine a Jedi going in and fucking somebody's life up and then being like, sorry, I can't have no relations with you. And then having to walk out. Isn't that the funniest thing? Or like, that's just hilarious to me to be like a Jedi knows what the fuck he's doing. Smooth talks, uses the force and all this shit. And then it's like at the end, like, sorry, my religion doesn't allow me to build bonds with you. <laughs> I just I, oh my gosh. Like that's, once that's some player shit. Once I, the woman on once the woman on the planet's like, I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm not allowed to have a relationship. I, I'm I'm just I my religion like, prevents me from getting too intertwined. I, so sorry, I can't I'm do out. it. Like, Honestly, Star Wars, I feel like messed up romance for so many kids because like like George Lucas made this like story about like if you like somebody, mm, you shouldn't. Like, and that is like the only lesson that he like imparts. Like he never goes back to it in episode three, like, love is good. 
yeah. actually you just can't be afraid to lose it like he never makes it explicit yeah. All, yeah. all the if you're a kid watching it you're like oh he kisses padme and then in the next movie he kind of kills her got it got it right. lesson learned like kill the ones you love and the, right. and the, like and the, the Jedi mythos and romance is so messed up, which is why it, it's, it's George, so great. George Lucas Ugh. wrote that shit while he was having a bad day with his wife and was like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck yeah. love. Yeah, just let it go. We you don't give you shit. Love. Let it go. Like, there's yeah. a whole lot there. That, Use the yeah. force hold. There's That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, thank you for indulging me in my discussion on Book of Boba Fett. Of we will see what happens with this show going forward. I hope the Wookiee gets some more screen time because, man, people were fucking jacked about that Wookiee showing up. Oh. I mean, leave it to Star Wars fans to have a character come on for 10 seconds, and that is all people talk about. That's true. Like, did That's you see the Wookiee? Did you see, did you see him? Did you, you see him? He had his big blaster, and he was shooting eyes over there. And he kind of looked like kind of looked like Kelsey Grammer a little bit. Awesome. Really? Look, look at him. Look at his eyes. He's got those same, like, Kelsey Grammer beast eyes. How the fuck did we get here? This is how we got here. This is season three. This is where we're at. That's how we got yeah. here. That's a Negro Wookiee, all right. <laughs> Honestly, when I saw when I saw the name, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's you. You have to name. love the the characters that that are named that's because true. of their skin color, yeah. Black Falcon, and like. <laughs> It's, it's like, like, why the fuck? Why back in the day they couldn't come up with nothing more creative? I know. I, I, I can't see Kelsey Grammer. I pulled up a photo. I can't necessarily see Kelsey Grammer in here. I kind of get That's Beast vibes, but right here. it is Beast vibes. I mean, yeah, right there. Those yeah. eyes. Okay. I now I can't unsee Kelsey Grammer. Well, now <laughs> I feel like I have to see Kelsey Grammer. Right. Now, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's fine. That's um. Fine. Marcus, yeah. what is your next piece of news, sir? <clears throat> mine's, mine is going to be short, so then I'm going to ask another question after that. So Warner Media and Viacom CBS are exploring selling the CW. Brian dropped this in the chat. And, okay. you know, it's really yeah. interesting. Next Star Media Group is reportedly in the lead to buy at least a controlling stake in the broadcaster. For those of you that don't know or haven't been listening to this podcast because you've been under a rock, the CW is where all of these weird superhero shows and stuff exist. And then the, fl you get, the Flash. That's where and, the Flash is, in case anybody knows. And the then you get, here's what I say about the Flash, though. This new season, they actually had a really good new season premiere. They kind of did okay. this five episode arc of it's called Armageddon. And they did this really, it, it was actually really good. Um, okay. You could tell they kind of stepped the writing up and they had a great way of introducing the gold boots. It was actually, <laughs> I had to give them fucking credit because I thought they were just going to high step in this bitch with some gold boots. And I was like, all right, now. Hold I was going to ask about the boots. But, I was don't don't lie, good. everybody. This is why you're subscribing this is and exactly listening to this podcast. You want to hear more chatter about Grant Gustin's Yeah, I'll give you one word. It's, it's. One word about the see this new season of the Flash and that crossover, it's reverse flashpoint. So that's two words. Reverse flashpoint. That's okay. the idea. Okay. So if y'all don't really give a fuck, I'll tell you. Eobard Thawn creates his own flashpoint where he becomes a flash and he swaps Barry as the reverse flash. Excellent. Oh shit. So it's, okay. it's, yeah, it's I'm actually a pretty it. it's a pretty interesting concept. Right. Um I love it. but either way, um the CEO the CW chairman, um, Mark Pedowitz. Um, is among the execs who told he said after getting back to the office exploring new ways to thrive they're trying to explore new ways to thrive so um essentially we don't know what the fuck about to happen to cw there's new shows that are coming Ava duvernay has a new show um it's called yes. naomi 
Um, okay. There's Superman. Superman and Lois is currently in um, season two right now. Uh, you have Legends of um, Legends of Tomorrow is yeah. no, that's not that show's name. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. They're Legends of Tomorrow strong. is in there like yeah. seven season, and then yeah. Batwoman kind of got a revamp um, after Ruby Rose left, and so they're kind of hitting kind of in a weird way hitting their stride and of course the flash is on season seven you have all these shows and then you got the other shows on there like riverdale to walker texas ranger um there's it's a whole bunch of weird shit going on it's a solid it is a solid i feel like lineup for a younger demographic yeah i agree it it i get it is chuck norris still on walker texas ranger no it's um it's the guy from supernatural yep. the bro- one of oh, the brothers from supernatural shit. not okay. jason eccles but the other the i forgot his name the other okay. all right so it's cool. it, it's an interesting concept so i just want to say that if the cw gets so we don't know what the fuck gonna happen i don't really give a fuck at this point dc has let me down so goddamn much i want them to just burn the whole goddamn thing oh, man. and this brings me to my next point all okay. right oh my next point is if this shit about the flash movie is right i'm kicking somebody's ass do you want to update everybody on I what mean, the I feel, rumor is? I feel is? like you have to share the rumor. Just the, the rumor okay. a little bit. The rumor is... the room, thank, thank God for two great co-hosts. The, the rumor <laughs> is that this new Flash movie that is coming out, the very first Flash movie to ever, to ever exist with Ezra Miller, is going to... It's going to remove the Snyder Cut and everything that came before it out of the equation and restart. So essentially, um, Ben Affleck's Batman, you know, it'll get erased. Not, but not only that, Henry Cavill's Superman will also get erased. Nothing in the Snyder Cut happened, and they will form a new Justice League with Shazam, Flash, um, the new Supergirl, and the new Batwoman, who is going to be- eventually become the new Batman, quote unquote. Uh, what could because um, Michael Keaton's Batman is going to be the main Batman in this universe. So and that is go. that is the rumor That's on the lot. street. <clears throat> and it's a bunch of it's a bunch of bullshit because first of all, <laughs> Henry Cavill is the best Superman we've had since goddamn Christopher Reeves. And that's and that's hands yeah. down. The Snyder Cut gave us a full goddamn story and not the four hour version. He was slowly, first of all, Zack Snyder was slowly building in this universe. He gave us a dope ass Aquaman that y'all are still eating off of, a dope ass Wonder Woman that y'all are still eating off of, and gave us a comic accurate bat, probably one of the more comic accurate Batmans in a universe where everything didn't have to be so goddamn Christopher Nolan realistic, right? Because Christopher Nolan's Batman was more, what if we had a Batman, but he existed within these parameters of a world? Where you know every there wasn't right. a crocodile in the goddamn sewers to get your shit off. You that, had a we, Batman that we knew of. That we knew of. You had a guy, Batman, in a Bane mask that showed up to a goddamn stadium and blew shit up. You just dealt with white terrorists. So like that was his only thing that he really gave a fuck about. So yeah, it's true. Then yeah. that's true. I had to reflect on that. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely accurate. Did y'all see Terrell Suggs show up to the Steelers game? I I when I saw that I was like, oh shit like. <laughs> He was, was he showed up to the fucking Pittsburgh game in that big he's big that, first of all he's big as hell he's fucking huge he's fucking huge but anyway <laughs> like i was saying you know dc don't know what the fuck they're doing i mean no. the only great thing that's coming out of dc is matt reeves batman and when i tell you that shit looks so cinematic goddammit everything they put out i am watching i start um, sweating anytime i see more footage of that movie <laughs> like it's just uncontrollable sweating of like i don't it's happening to Brian, me, but... I am so turned on by that goddamn movie <laughs> at this point. 
and it's not even Zoe Kravitz. It's it's the whole goddamn it's, thing. It's everything. It's the movie itself. But that's the only thing that they seem to have under control. And I don't know what the fuck DC is doing, but I'm done with it. And fuck it. And I, I like I'm I'm so I rewatched the Snyder Cut, and that shit still stands the test of fucking time. Okay, that's all good. I want to say. Okay, that's fine. And also, I- Hawkeye was good. I also want to take time to say that Hawkeye, the fucking god damn it, Hawkeye, you made me appreciate a fucking bow and arrow guy. You just made me, and then I went back to rewatch Endgame, and I'm like, looking back on all the shit in Hawkeye, and then going back and seeing him as Ronan, you was like, man, that motherfucker was fucked up. Man, he was dark, man. He went there, and man. they didn't I even mean, cover it in the movie. They was like, what? like, goddamn, right? Yeah. I- if we're if if we are having space for Hawkeye, I did watch that as well, yes. and I do I do want to say that Hawkeye was good, but Haley Steinfeld, you 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 did it. You made me care about Hawkeye more than I've ever ever cared about Hawkeye in in the yeah. MCU is what I should say. Yeah, in the MCU, like I know, like his the the Matt Fraction, David Aja comic run is phenomenal if you it's haven't huge. read it please it's read really it cool. but oh my gosh she I, it was incredible like i i, I want to see more of her in the mcu douglas can you put me on the main screen please i absolutely can put you on the main screen uh, sir sir i do not deserve this marcus j destin front and center <laughs> Haley steinfeld and florence Pugh. oh i'm a black man oh this is where we're going. i'm a big black man <laughs> and i just want to say it here i want you both badly because <laughs> Y'all did goddamn. Y'all, y'all did y'all goddamn thing. I right, listen. If y'all both came to me, if one of y'all came to me, I will quit everything that this podcast. I'm done with it. I will wipe my hands clean. You please tell me. To, you tell me to give it all Marcus. up right now. I will do it. Don't y'all make me too. choose between my best friend's heart and this please podcast. Please don't make me choose between my best friends and a goddamn and y'all because they're gonna lose. Y'all are so goddamn talented and fine. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> this is this is getting. I'm I'm Listen, taking you. Chemistry. <laughs> I thought you were gonna cuss me off. You're like, hey, Jeremy Renner tried, tried his best. Okay. <laughs> oh no. no! We got no. Marcus out on main, no. just no. going, just a total no. shooting a shot. No. That's shooting a shot. That's shooting a shot. Haley Stein. You know what? I applaud you for it. I think that's, that's safe. Funny. Thank you, Jeremy Renner. I, I feel like he gave me what I was expecting. You know what I mean? Like oh. when it came to Hawkeye, he kind of yeah. gave me disgruntled old man that's going deaf. Yep. He can't yep. hear shit and he did some fucked up shit. He gave he, me exactly what he was supposed to give me. He did 100%. that well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's I, numb to a whole lot of shit and now he's got to try to figure out all of this shit. And I wasn't expecting anything more. He gave me a little bit more emotion when I, when, like when you see his interaction with his children. I really right, yeah. enjoyed that and how much he actually did try to be there for his family. Um, but other than that, he gave me exactly what I was expecting. I was not expecting a whole lot out of him. It me makes either. me excited for Echo. And yeah, I absolutely. was really appreciative of oh, she was great. like the yeah. spoiler alert for Hawkeye. If you haven't watched it, stop right now. The Kingpin reveal I thought was really, really cool. And I oh, yeah. really appreciated that as well. Um, I'm surprised just, so many people did not like the Kingpin, the Kingpin reveal. I, I Yeah, I mean... 
I get it, but I don't. I, I, I mean, I think people wanted him to be a certain way and probably wanted to see him more. And I think anytime a character is killed off, I think there are people who forget that it's Marvel and people die and come back the next issue. Uh, uh, I, all I, the never time. Thought he died. I, I don't think he died either. Was he on screen when he, when anything happened? No, he no. was. Right. All we heard was a sound and right. I don't know. Spoilers for the comic book. I mean, like in the comics echo, like straight up shoots, shoots him. And yeah. he still lives. So yes. I, I am not worried at all that we'll see him again. Yeah. No. No, and so I think it'll be interesting to see where it comes. It makes me excited that we might see more, like Daredevil in this. Like that show, that show <sighs> top, to, that shop, that show top to bottom was just, it was so good. Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh's chemistry was, oh my gosh, in, it was amazing, incredible. Yeah, like, it was amazing. All when it. do they get a team up movie? Exactly, I, hot diggity. Yeah, I mean, if the future of the Avengers consists of a Kate Bishop Hawkeye and a and a um, Yelena Black Widow, I'm absolutely I'm not mad at here that. for that. Yeah, I'm I not mean, mad at that at all. If if that's I mean, if that's going to be our next roster, I mean, there's so many good folks for them to play off of, too. I, I the future is bright. True. Very, very bright. I mean, and I'm excited so, to also see what those two. I'm hoping that they cross paths with She-Hulk. Because that oh, yeah. dynamic yeah. has to be, I don't know. It it, it it's going to be an interesting. You, it's so many fucking heroes in this universe now. Like you have to have two Avengers teams. There's no way that they're doing all this shit for one Avengers team. I I agree. I I'm uh, even after yeah. Spider Man. I I really re up that. I really re up that view um, I, that we yeah. came to. I think it was Shang Chi when we talked about that. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember, but mm-hmm. it more and more it really feels like oh, we're gonna get two separate stories with two different teams. Yeah, yeah. or a Fifty States initiative or something like that, where there's oh a different gosh. hero and every single those were dark times, Doug. I don't know, man. Huge. Yeah, but hey, um, don't forget what I told you, Florence. And Florence Pugh. We're not yeah. gonna let her. Yo, did y'all her? see what like what they look like in there though? Florence Pugh had this choker on when she was following Kate's mom. Right, she was walking down the street. I said they allowed her to look this good walking down this goddamn well, camera. Welcome, welcome to fashion in black and white with Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, Marcus. I don't remember what she was wearing. I, oh, I do think it's a great detail not, you remember. I see I also her past her face. I see the things that she can do and wear. I see your talent and I see your spirit. And I am also a Sagittarius. Don't. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. This is okay. I, but I want to go backwards. I want to yes. go backwards to your other point about DC. And I think what we can do here is, is we can actually stand these two groups up to one another. Okay. And we can kind of ask oh, some more yeah. serious questions a little bit. Let's do it. Ask this question. What is DC's strategy? Is their strategy to say, we really want to take a mulligan and we really want to start over because you know, the popularity of the Snyder cut and, and I mean, whether you want to acknowledge release the numbers or not, you have to know them still um, not release the goddamn numbers. You also know the fan following for, Henry Cavill and others. And so I'm just kind of curious of like how I just, what's the strategy there? Like, are you watching what, are you watching what Marvel's doing and saying like, we need to restart it. Are they trying to compete? I don't think they're trying to compete. I think it's the opposite. They have a good, uh, (laughs) an overarching strategy. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Honestly, I feel like they're more trying to be a rebellious child at this point because it's like, you see the successes of your older brother. Let's call it. Let's call it what it is, right? You see oh, the successes 100%. of Big Brother, 
and you see how much praise Big Brother gets. And I feel like as the unruly younger child that still ain't got their shit together, it's kind of like you you don't want to take that route. So you yeah. want to do something that you claim is going to be the opposite. And their quote unquote answer is multiverse, which is why it's their excuse to why all the characters look different or why they can cast anybody that they want or bring in sure. any director in while you get a Joker movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix, and then you get a black, um, you get a black Batwoman in you yeah. know in the future. It's their excuses, multiverse, but nobody has established shit about it. And maybe that's what the Flash movie is going to do. But we all know Flashpoint, and yeah. Flashpoint never, to me, to my understanding, never established a multiverse. It just established a timeline shift. Yeah, and it erased everything thought, else in the past. Yeah, I saw that more as time-oriented instead of multiverse-oriented. Right. Spider-Man did its job. Spider-Man and Loki and everything, lead WandaVision, Loki, Spider-Man, those are the big three for me. They set up yeah. the multiverse. You mm-hmm. started it with WandaVision, and WandaVision was like, oh, shit, something's happening. Somebody fucking yep. some shit up now. And yeah. then Loki came in and was like, okay, this is what the multiverse looked like and why it works the way it does. And Spider-Man was like, oh, fuck, this is what it looks like for the rest of us on the back end who you know, are not right in it. Yeah. Who are not right in that. So for me, they don't have a plan. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's a very fair take. I agree with you. It doesn't look like they, if they have one, they're doing a really good job. I'm sorry. It's it's money. Money is the plan. It's, I mean, it's all, it's all money. I totally agree. And I, and I, and Disney, Disney's the money too. It just really feels like Disney has the ability to like sit and figure it out and be patient with it like not everything was a home run we like that i I won't go through all the movies i don't want to start a whole thing here but like not everything was a home run no but you look at dc and i think it makes a ton like from their perspective it makes a ton of sense that they just kind of want to do a a soft reboot or however you want to phrase this Right. Um, because the Zack Snyder stuff, it is good. Like yeah. I, I enjoy it for what it is. And I think it's an incredible experiment, but I, I think for them, they just want to just divorce themselves from all of that to just go to an audience and be like, no, you don't need to know anything. Like just start watching our stuff, just watch it. And right. It does feel a little rushed because over in Marvel, like we've been setting up the multiverse now for like an entire year, which is like bonkers to think about. Like you're talking all the episodes of WandaVision. You're talking about all the episodes of Loki and then No Way Home, which is like 14 plus hours of content just to be like, do do you get it? Do you get it? And then understand. Yeah. And then, you know, DC is like, all right, we're going to do Flashpoint. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. And I'm not saying like one approach is better than the other, but I do have concerns that it's going to be really rushed when you you could have these really rich character interactions. I, I, and we talked about this in the group chat a little bit. I'm not surprised at all that WB wants to move away from all that Snyder stuff. It, it, they, they want that to just be a chapter and yep. and move on and have their own folks and try to establish their own identity. Now we could spend a whole other, <laughs> we've spent so much time talking about it, but why, oh, why they just decided to hand the keys to the kingdom to Zack Snyder. If like for the entire universe after one movie, and then they got cold feet after Batman, Superman, I'll never understand. I'll never get that. Yep. That will never make sense to me, but 
this is where we are. I heard yeah. a rumor that Batman versus Superman was a studio request. That would not um, surprise me. I also, was, would not that, surprise that me. the story was not supposed to go that way. I need to find out where I saw that, but that that was not the original way the story was supposed to go. That it was supposed to go. Batman yeah. was supposed to be introduced in the first one or no. something like that. And Batman v Superman was not supposed to happen the way that it was that it happened. Um, hmm. but I think it was requested that way. I have to go, I want I can't confirm that, so like yeah. take that with a grain of salt. But I heard it was something like that. But I absolutely agree with Brian. You're rushing the whole process. And while I hold tight to the Zack Snyder cut and yeah. I like it, and it was a good base. That was the thing I liked about it the most, was it it gave your characters depth and base. That if you really wanted to understand, you pick your epilogue, you pick your part of the four hour yep. stint and watch your part. Yep. And and it was it was cohesive with what James Wan did with Aquaman, the Aquaman movie, and yep. what not Wonder Woman 84, but the Wonder Woman movie was consistent. And Wonder Woman 84 was also, I mean, still stuck with that storyline, but like just poorly written. But I mean <laughs> it was it just felt like it was it was consistent yeah. for me. I well, I, I think the other thing is is that I think it gave you the most hope for the future because yeah. there was so many, I mean, you, you established such a large interstellar threat that mm. you could have really played off of it. You, you a really created a, a universal threat to mm -hmm. where everybody was at. And so there was a like, no, I want to learn more about dark side and I want to yeah. know what his yeah. plans are. And do they ever face off against him? Like I would, that was something that I was like, Oh, we might actually get to see, these folks fight one another yeah. and then it was sort of like hope you enjoyed it because well, not to mention the etcher sketch gets erased tomorrow your casting is perfect like yeah. i've never mm -hmm. seen a better casting zach snyder knows how to cast he knows how to cast shit absolutely and not just gracious. off of looks alone it's it's like when when it comes to you need actors that are going to give depth nobody and no knock to him nobody knew who ray um jesus played yeah. cyborg um Yep. Nobody Ray knew Fisher. who Ray Fisher was before yep. that. At least I didn't. But then you give him this role of cyborg and you watch the extended cut and see how much depth he put into that character. You now know who Ray Fisher is. And that was supposed yep. to be his big moment to pop. And he never yeah. got it because of all yeah. the bullshit that happened with that. Right. And Gal Gadot is more than a pretty face. She's an actress who can bring depth to a character that is needed for, you know, women and, and anybody else who look up yeah. to what, who look up to what fucking Wonder Woman. And yeah. you get Ben Affleck, who's not just giving you a grunchy fucking, a, a grouchy fucking Batman. He's giving you a Batman with depth, who then in turn is telling Alfred, you got to have faith. What Batman you know is, you know what I mean? And you get a, yeah, true. a flash that's goofy but serious. Anyway, I'm, I'm just disappointed. As a fan, I'm yeah. no longer getting my hopes up that they are going to do the right fucking thing. Mm. I just know that they're going to do whatever makes them uh, more money. I just well, feel like that. I also feel like it's important that this merger from Discovery Plus 2 is still on track. Mm -hmm. And my guess is whenever that gets finalized, I feel like this is probably part of it. it and that be. this merger, probably right. I don't know if the Warner Media folks are going to be sticking around or if there's going to be a new direction, but that could totally be playing into this with this new management. They want to have a fresh start with oh, all these yeah. characters. Yeah. That could also that's be fair. impetuous for it too. And that's fair. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of drama behind that, which is all the studio's fault. It, I mean, <laughs> it, it's the studios to blame for all of the shit with Josh, starting with Whedon, like the I mean, studio yeah. is to blame for that shit. And because of that, you could not just let the Snyder cut just live. You know what I mean? Like it was so much shit that just happened and that of right. course you want to get away from it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Makes a lot of sense. 
Well, I'm glad we hung I'm in there. My soapbox. Okay, that's fine. We will glad you can whip that soapbox whenever you and want. And can y'all learn how to write fucking Superman, please? Because y'all are making him seem so fucking OP and like he's also a bitch. I've never seen somebody be able. I've never seen so many attempts at a goddamn superhero and they get it fucking wrong. And the, the, the only other one that would ever stand is Spider-Man Three, and they just fucking crushed that. So <laughs> I, you just got you continue to get Superman wrong. And I just don't I mean, understand what I'm what I'm hearing is, is that if Warner Media is looking for a Superman, don't hire, no, don't hire me. Marcus I don't J. Justin is a great fit. I don't want to work for you fuckers. No, <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, I'm happy to consult. So my, my people reach out to my I don't people. know Superman well enough to consult. And I know that some people are equipped with certain skill sets. <laughs> And that with great power, there must also be great responsibility. All right, that's <laughs> wow, that's enough. I mean, like, that's I'm just going to show up to the meeting and be like, have you guys heard of the Injustice comic? And then leave. <laughs> that's it. Well, I would not be this. mad at that. The only thing that would piss me off about it in Justice Run is another goddamn dark Superman story. I'm but I, understand. But I do like I, I do like the story of Injustice, yeah. though. But you have bad Superman and good Superman. Yeah. Done. True. Done. Send you my do. check in the mail. We're done. Let's. You oh do. God. Watch it. It's going to happen. We have this weird Nostradamus. <laughs> we we do do it. We do all the. We do this shit all the fucking time. <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, they're right. We should do that. And they move on. Brian, <laughs> what do you have for your next piece of news? <laughs> I never give up the <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh really, uh, I you know what I I didn't have another piece of news. I'll that's be fine with you. That's fine. I have something. So I that's like that's fine. Oh wait, no, I have it queued up. I apologize. Sorry, everybody. We're getting into the swing of things. Andrew Dude, Garfield, oh, yes. uh, was being interviewed, and uh, take this with as many grains of salt as you would like. But during his interview, someone asked him, "Hey, would you be answering more of those questions about what happened in the Amazing Spider-Man universe?" Say. In Amazing Spider-Man 3, and he said, yes, definitely open to something if it felt right, which is totally non-committal, but he's open to it, folks. That's true. So, and you Morbius see got pushed Spider-Man back. 3? Yeah, and Morbius got pushed back. And Morbius back. got pushed back. And the, oh, and the, that too. And the heavy rumor was they're putting more because they were adding Andrew Garfield to yeah. the Morbius story. What? That's that the was, rumor? That was what the rumor was. I'm really oh taking it God. with a huge grain of salt. Oh, absolutely. But it was wild. because it got pushed back so that they could do some reshoots with Andrew and add Andrew Garfield to it. That would I mean, honestly, I, I'm, not mad I'm just that. so interested in this movie at this point because I don't understand it. I don't. I it's don't been either. pushed back so many times. I don't. <laughs> really fully understand what universe this takes place maybe in. that's a character we need to add to the wheel uh, like if it yeah. comes to light that they pushed this thing back four months to get andrew garfield in there because like everybody loved him in no way home i'm gonna just i like that's wild to me yeah you know I a mean, movie i didn't understand the matrix <laughs> resurrections Oh god! Oh, I haven't watched I have it yet. Not, have not watched it yet either. Okay. All the okay. matrix and, and I'm excited. I'll I'll the wait. only thing I can remember from any Matrix movie is fucking Lawrence Fishburne standing going, "Machines." <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing that I can. Remember. Yep, that's the, the only thing that I can. We remember. will rock these walls. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> the only thing I can remember. Um. Gentlemen, what I have they had is... an orgy in that movie. Did y'all know that? No, I... that is they had a dance party. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> they had a dance Brian, 
party. Brian, those caves was filled with ecstasy, sex, and rum. It uh, was like I they, he gave right. his speech and everybody got instantaneously horny. And he was like, let's I have want, an orgy in front of these machines. I need everyone to like, understand the yin and yang. That is the yin and yang that is Brian and Marcus. Like Marcus, Brian and Marcus is like if if Marcus is like, oh yeah, and it looked like a dick. Brian will be like, oh no, it was just a weird shaped pencil. Like it, like it was. It's a rocket ship. Like that's Brian is that person. I want to share a quick a quick anecdote here. So Maggie and I are rewatching all of them. It was her idea, but I love all the Matrix movies, and we're watching Reloaded, and she's like, are they? Is this? Yeah. What am I watching? And yeah. I was like, it's like it's like a party. And she's like, I, those people are naked. Like, yes. Those people over there yes. in that scene, they're they're naked. And I'm like, yeah. yeah they, they were wearing they mesh. They had no <laughs> shoes on. It was wet. And this was right before the war. This was right before the war was happening. I mean, the machines were on their way to the door. No tomorrow. And he was like that. everybody, no protection. We need to show the machines. I was like, oh my god, Larry, relax and put your goddamn nipple away. Oh my god, this you guys. I, I just watched amazing. that movie and I don't remember that. Please but, okay. go and watch the scene. It's an orgy. All right. Well, now I have to watch the Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> It is so good. It's I love good. Matrix it's Reloaded. Good, I have to rewatch it's that good. Again. It's good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Matrix oh still holds the fuck up. It, it absolutely really does. It absolutely does. Um, gentlemen, my piece of news is to talk about the Golden Globes just for a moment. Um, because <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, the, the fucking Hollywood Ford Press again is still a shit show and they still are dealing with the fall still dealing with the fallout that the from the la times article didn't they have a year to get this shit together they absolutely they and they allegedly they had no progress um essentially what happened is they're still dealing with impropriety from former runner like former uh, managers of the hollywood foreign press still trying to sort out their finances and bad investments and just being a, a shit run organization so they had a golden globe ceremony but it was sort of like how disney plus did disney plus day they just sort of announced shit and they were like well the best winner for drama and emotion picture is power of the dog hey look at you guys like they just <laughs> didn't do anything um they just tweeted that's I'm pretty all sure they, did. they just tweeted. That's what, yeah, that's what Disney Plus did on Disney Plus Day. They just tweeted shit. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, by the way, like, Chip and Dale's coming." Did, and that's the basically oh, the Hollywood Foreign Press had the same strategy. I like, thought you meant the other. I Chip mean, because nobody showed up. Yeah, nobody no, showed up to the party, right? Well, they they just yeah, they just didn't have one. So oh, okay, it's just oh, thing. they just didn't have a party and nobody showed I, up. I to thought it. they had some things. type of ceremony. Did they legit just not do anything? I just don't think they did anything. Wow. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah, but I feel like they just didn't do anything. So what's the point in having the award show? Doesn't that kind of discredit the shit? You, like I can go and tweet some shit from my account and say, this <laughs> movie won an and award. The, and you... the Films and Black Award. Films and Black and White Award. No, films for... and Black Awards. Yes. Films and Black Awards. <laughs> yes. Black just a giant black award. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, just like a, a cardboard, a cardboard black square. Oh, like, that's not what I was thinking. You win. I bet. My mom I just knew I was. You don't think you're reading somebody's mind, and then you find out your mind is just shittier than most. It's like, Sir, hey, don't do that. I know where you're going. Safe, that was the safest route like, I could was, have gone. It was the like, safest route. Yeah. Are you, Doug? Are you going to bring up the tweet, the offending tweet? 
I am not going to bring up the offending tweet. Oh, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Look, look, Hollywood Foreign Press. I have a Twitter account and I I do typos sometimes, but I always get the content right. So they tweeted out like West Side Story wins for best comedy musical. Just what you just how did they phrase? I'll look up the exact tweet, but it was just like just what the doctor ordered music. And it's like, what? That's not how that phrase goes. They deleted the tweet. And then they replaced it. With, it it just it was a mess. It was yeah. a mess. It's just a mess, top to bottom. Like I, I will tweet for you. Two Seems things, like everybody though. needs to be fired. I did want to talk about two things. One, uh, the power of the dog cleaned up. Like this movie oh, cleaned up. It won best. It? It's a Netflix movie. It's on Netflix. And it was the it won best drama motion picture. It won best uh, supporting actor in a motion yep. picture. It won best director it run it just it it just absolutely cleaned up as far it's as got like a, it's got a good white cast yeah and so <laughs> but i will also say so one i wanted to talk about that and say like props to the power of the dog and the and the crew and the cast working on it because they obviously did a great job um and then andrew garfield um shout out to andrew garfield for his performance in tick tick boom oh, yeah. um, oh so good he won best actor in a musical or comedy um and then also i want to really mention that if you all have not gone out to see or gone on to disney plus to watch Encanto. Oh, that um, shit is so oh, good. You we don't should talk about Bruno. Be, you absolutely should. Um, because it won it not just because it won best animated feature, but because it's just really, really good. Um I almost and cried in that movie three oh, times. I cried. My 100%. children have watched that on repeat um for the past week and a half. Have they so, really? Yeah, I mean, I've watched that movie no less than eight times. Like oh, wow. I just, that's okay. how often they, my, the Wagner children don't do anything in in short bursts. They are committed to one piece <laughs> of like media and that's it. So it's like, so here's the example. So for like Christmas, they wanted to watch Bluey has a Christmas episode called Veranda Santa. Ladies and gentlemen, I shit you not. I watched Veranda Santa no less than 12 times. Oh, it is wow. a eight minute, nine minute episode. And it just they don't stop. They commit to one piece of media and then that's it. And now it's it happens to be in Kanto. Um, but that was really good. Um, Secession won um, and got some recognition. Um, well, and yeah, just there's a lot uh, to be to celebrate with these. And I, I, I don't want to take away. I almost feel a little bit bad for the actors for and the, and the movies involved in this, because it was such a shit show. Like Brian mentioned, just the tweets were off and just the way it was run was off, but did want to take quickly some time. Discredit a lot of shit when you do shit like that, man. Like, Oh, absolutely. It, it, it puts a big asterisk next to everything. It and it's just gross. I mean, um, but it, shout out yeah. to those who did win. Yep. Yeah. Way so to go folks. Yep. That's what I got. Yep. You know what so, I say? I'll say, fuck them. That's true. That is that is the that is the don't let, award, don't let award shows define your successes, man. That's you what they what call mean? the that's what we call the other mantra. Yeah. Uh, the, other. <laughs> the other white meat. The other mantra. Um, gentlemen, okay. anything else that you all would like to discuss on this week's episode? I'm trying to think. There wasn't really a lot. Um, here's my quick rundown. Spider-Man 3, fucking amazing still. Almost hitting a <laughs> I think it hit a Billy. I think it hit uh, a Billy. Yeah. And I think it passed Titanic in oh, I mean, award or something. Yeah, I like think you're that. right. It's printing money. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's safe oh, to yeah. say. 
Yeah. That motherfucker, Tom Holland technically won't have to do another goddamn thing. And it, Sony yeah. and Marvel are licking their chops at this goddamn team up. Yeah. Like at first oh, it was yeah. like Sony versus Marvel a few years back, and we didn't know if Tom Holland would be Spider Man. And these motherfuckers did it. They y'all did it, and y'all did a y'all y'all did a great job at it. Um, yeah, Pixar. I think it'll be something we need to look at in the future. But another Pixar movie has been pushed to Disney Plus. Yep. Um, and they I have think not had a real, some they haven't had an in theaters release since before Soul. Yep. Jeez. Yep. That's almost and three years of not having because any, Luca an was supposed release. to go to the theater. They told him it was going to yeah. go to the theater and yeah. then and went then, to. Disney Plus and yeah. Ryan the Last Dragon was also supposed yes. to have a full theater. Oh, so release, good, it got put on to premiere access. So that's yeah. something to keep keep yeah. your eye out on these Pixar releases because Disney may be trying to push, you know, these Pixar movies to go to you know straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, it does. It it does feel intentional now. I will say that it's certainly but what is Disney? To... What is Disney Plus offering that's new? That's the question I want to ask because now we're looking at streaming services a year out from where we were. Yeah. And HBO Max is on top for me right now because they always got some new shit up there. The Harry Potter special was great. I mean, um, hot di- like HBO Max is really going with like quality over quantity. Yep. And it mm-hmm. is it, to yep. me, it feels like it's going to win in the long run because, man, like when I get into a show on HBO Max, I'm I'm in that app yeah, consistently. That's and true. with Netflix, it, it feel it's flaky. I think yeah. is the best way for I, me to say I don't, it. Like, I don't know what you get. I don't I, touch I, Netflix hardly at all. Nope. Like I just every now and again, I'll go on there to see what new movie is on there. But for the most part, I'm. I mean, I mean, I'm excited. Power of the Dog is on there. I want to see. I want to see that. Like I want to see. Don't buds. look up. That looks I, good. I watched Don't Look Up. I I feel like Netflix was a good home for that. That is their third most watched movie, by the way, which is no, it's not Red Notice. It Red Notice, I believe it's got to be. It's like Red Notice or oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. There's another movie in there that's jockeying yeah. for it, but yeah, Red Notice is above it. Yeah, yeah, it's just. HBO Max is my go-to, and even Paramount Plus seems to be kind of picking their shit up a little bit. Yeah, um, and I've seen more. They got ads a more original. Stuff, yeah, they're doing a lot of more original content on Paramount yep. Plus, and so just keep your eye out on that. I think that's a discussion we'll have this season about, you know, where are the streaming services now? Because when you do not have a Marvel question. movie coming out for Disney, what is Disney offering us besides I mean, nostalgia? I, I mean, honestly. I, from the folks that I talk to, like I have Disney because my kids like we have to have it and it is such a good alternative for yeah. them. But I was talking to a friend on social media and they're like, yeah, I just cancel my Disney subscription like <laughs> like every three months. Mm-hmm. And then I pick it back up when enough shows have finished. And I'm like, yeah, like if you could do if that. you're not super invested in like the MCU or you're, you care about spoilers, I totally get just, you know, oh, sure. doing a month every, you know, three to four months and catching up on everything and binging it and then letting it go. That totally makes sense. That makes a ton of sense. But yeah, I think that's a good thing. Good point to bring up, Marcus. And I think the other thing is, is that like. I feel bad for the the people who work on Pixar movies. I think uh, uh, an article I read said that somebody said it was just so disheartening to work on a project Um like the one that's coming out and the name I can't turning red. That's on. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Um, that they spent so much time working on it only for it to get released. And I think the other thing that's interesting, I mean, I just spent a ton of time 
in Disney parks and at their stores. The interesting thing that is is also there is that none of their Disney movies that have gone straight to Disney Plus have a ton of merchandise on again That's in quotations property. Point. Like so when you're there and in a Disney store, Brittany observed this kind of commented this on Okay, on shout night. out to Brittany. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany brought this up. So I Brittany's the, the credit on this one. She goes, I'm really discouraged that they didn't have anything from um oh shit. What's that move the the sea monsters movie? Um, Luca? Luca. they didn't have any Luca merchandise. That is and I was bizarre. like, and I was like, yeah, that is weird. You know what that mean? They mean they're not investing in those in those movies. So that tells me where, but and and even Soul, the only thing that they had for Soul is they, they had, had one a of their pair of hair clippers. They have they had in Hollywood Studios. They had a 50th anniversary statue in in the park, oh. um, but they didn't have any other Soul a statue of what. So they for the 50th anniversary of Disney World, they put golden statues around all the parks celebrating uh -huh. different characters. The lead character from Soul got one in Hollywood Studios. There okay. is no other mention of that movie in any of their was in any of their stores while we were there. The only thing that was there was Ryan the Last Dragon got something, but the other ones did not. Okay, and Ryan the Last Dragon was Disney Animation. And not Pixar. And, and not, not Pixar. Pixar. So, so there something's go. going on. Something's happening so, with Pixar. Not to like get conspiracy theory okay. about it, but man. But there's if, no way that you can. Well, I mean, unless Pixar comes out with its own streaming service attached to Disney Plus or well, something like that. But I mean, I just don't think have they enough content in that. I don't. I don't think that they have. I don't enough know. That. I don't know. That's a great I, question. Honestly, I. So here's my two things here with turning red going to Disney Plus. I feel like. I feel like. Last year's box office, especially with Spider-Man, shows that that people are I think they're being incredible, incredibly smart. I shouldn't say smart. Let me choose a different word. They're Selective. being very intentional about oh, sure. what movies they're going to go see mm. in a theater. And I feel like I feel like that's really coming to a sharp point because people are like, sure. well, people went to the theater for Spider-Man. It's like. Yeah, because if you're you're a run of the mill family, Spider Man's gonna make almost everybody happy. Check the uh, boxes. Exactly, like, and it's a known property. Something like Encanto, which didn't do it, didn't do gangbusters uh, yeah. at the theater. I understand why. I, I understand from a business perspective why Disney Plus would be like, hey, like these Pixar movies, which are known for quality, we're just going to have them go straight to the streaming service so we can get more subscribers, which is going to net us more revenue than doing an entire ad campaign to get people to a mm -hmm. theater, which is our, we don't even know if the theaters are going to be open because we've been doing this yeah. hokey pokey dance for two years. Um, I get it from that business perspective, but man, like if you're at Pixar... I understand the frustration of like, I'm making a product. I'm making something for the big screen and it's only going to be on a streaming platform. Yeah. That's tough when you're not like when you have those expectations in play and it, I, I don't know, it, it would bum me out if Pixar does just become like the in-house animation studio for just Disney plus stuff. Cause I just, I feel like they can do more than that's, that, but that's, that's what that, it feels like. I mean, that's the house that brought us toy story. Like exactly. It's, it's so hard to be like, uh, say, say, put nostal set nostalgia aside in its own little box for a minute of that being a classic. 
I mean, that was the one that kicked it off. I mean, animation after that was forever changed by how they did that movie. So it feels so weird to be like, mm. no, you're just over here now. And you go there and yeah, you have really great stuff, but man, it's kind of it. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to think, I'd hate to think like this, but does that matter now? Yes, that is the powerhouse they gave you Toy Story, but right. look at the world that we're in now. Like, oh, are those fair. movies only entertaining to the children and not the yeah. adults that have to bring the children to watch it? Do you want your adults Thank to you. stay at home and just watch this content and pay the money at home? You can right. go directly to Disney Plus and pay the same amount of money you would in the theater. Yep. But are you investing more money into creating these properties and then wasting money putting them into the theater and not really getting it back? You know what I mean? Like the process looks different. And this this is also the same Disney that has a lot of live action shit going on. That's when they true. were recreating the all of action. these and they were recreating when they did Cruella okay. and they did Beauty and the Beast and they did Mulan. Like is the like you just said, I think you worded me perfectly, is the future live action? And is Pixar more is is not even taking a back seat. Maybe it's taking like the the bitch seat, like right in the middle. And there's yeah. so much shit going on in the car. Are is anybody really concerned? And are you making a lot of money off of that? I don't want to think that it's all money. And I, I just find it hard to believe that you 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 sit a powerhouse like Pixar, especially <laughs> with stuff like Buzz Lightyear coming up and all that other stuff that yeah, you got. Right. Like, I don't know. And maybe I that's mean, what they're waiting for. Is maybe it's like we're gonna bide our time until Lightyear comes out. Or maybe I, waiting well, for the pandemic, I guess. I don't know. Sorry, like for reference, Encanto uh, this week, basically looking at all of the box office receipts here, it's it's grossed ninety one million domestically in the U S. two hundred and seven million worldwide, which is a good showing. But you mm -hmm. compare it to Frozen two, which was four hundred and seventy seven million. Yeah. Ralph breaks the internet. Um, both got over the two hundred million mark domestically. I I feel like. Yeah. To them, this it really feels like they're trying to weigh like, uh, is it is it worth it to get that subscriber base? Because it's it's a it's a sure thing. It's not it's not going to be disrupted. Right. Sure. Unless yeah. our, all of our Internet goes out vis-a-vis, -vis, you know, South Park and we have to reset a router. But like it, you're not going to disrupt a whole ton if you oh, didn't have you a just go to the streaming service. That's, you know? true. That's true. That's fair. That's very true. I think that's very Great I think that's point. stuff that we just have to start looking at. The pandemic ain't getting no less pandemic-y. So people are adjusting, and then well, I think they're realizing a lot of shit in it. And it, and I do, and I don't want to get too much into the panini here, but like I do also feel like people are realizing it's gonna be it's something gonna be a thing for we're gonna have to figure out, and some people are still figuring out how they feel about it. True. I, I like True. which I get. I totally get it. And for some people, it's like, whatever, I'll go see a movie, whatever, I don't care. Like, and right. people so frustrated, they just starting to get the vaccine. People that was so non-vaccine, they so good out there frustrated with everything. They just, yeah. you know what? Fuck it, just poke me, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this yeah, point like... it's more of a hassle for me to listen to you bitch about it. <laughs> I I you know what's really funny is that like um again, relating to my relating to my to my vacation, I witnessed so many grown adults in oh in disney they would walk into an indoor place a cast member would say hey can you put your mask on they'd go i'm not gonna do that and they just walk out like <laughs> oh i'm like what the fuck is like what are you like you yeah. you're here like you're not going back home like, i mean you can't just not but, even here but doug who's gonna stop me that's just very <laughs> fucking mickey me. tells me to put a guy mask on they can't touch me look 
the the mouse has secret police there and i believe i don't i don't want to mess there. with that i believe like that. no thank I you believe that. i yeah. like oh yeah there, i was just so stunned at the like you paid all this money for this vacation you knew yep. the rule before you got here and someone politely says like hey can you please put that on they're required indoors yep. he goes i'm not gonna do that and like just walks out like they, knew they was gonna do that shit on the plane they bought oh, that yeah. they were like decoration. someone tells me they probably I mean, told their wife before they get there they're like i'm i hope you understand <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking stick around. I'm I mean, just gonna walk out. And I don't Disney, expect you to, honey. I'm right there with you. Disney also attracts like all these entitled folks. And mm-hmm. I and I feel confident saying that because I've I've I enjoy Disney and I've seen them very frequently of just like, well, I I did this thing. So that entitles me. And it's like, no. Like you, you paid for the opportunity to be here. Not necessarily like, yeah, I'm not your, you know, personal servant, Um, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and so 100%. that attitude combined with that, oh, it does not surprise me at all. Shout out no. to all those, all those, all those Disney cast members on the ground dealing with all those no types shit. of customers. Shout out to y'all. I anyway, you don't get paid enough. Can you put your mask on? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> a nice yeah. little, little quick. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great point. Glad, thanks for bringing that up, Marcus. That was mm-hmm. an interesting point, interesting topic. Anything else that's for the good of the order? Yeah, no. Well, gentlemen, back. what are you all getting into reading, watching? Anything that you would like to tell everybody about as we sort of get into closings out? Man, uh, reading wise, I'm reading a book called Cultish. Um, okay. It's really oh, good. Yeah. I can't give you the author. My the book is uh, across the room right now, but it's a book called Cultish. Mm-hmm. Got it for Christmas. Super excited to read more about that also got some more comics so i'm definitely going to be reading that nice. i'm on a static shock run with uh yes. nice. it's actually really really good um and as far as watching i've been watching young justice okay nice. season four phantoms if you have not watched it i think it's i really want to discuss it on this podcast okay because the way that they're going about it so far is so fucking intriguing to me. It's okay. almost poetic, and they're covering a lot of real world shit in this cartoon. Oh, that, um, it, it's some heavy shit in there that they, that these characters are actually going through, and it seems like they're really taking their time with developing these situations, right? Yeah. Um. So if I suggest everybody go watch Young Justice season four, first of all, watch it so they can get another season. I'm also gonna make a request since this podcast always seems to make some shit happen. I want the animators and writers from this young justice to then do a justice league run or justice league unlimited run okay. because be i enjoy it i enjoy <clears throat> their consistency and stuff i enjoy the way that they tell these stories with this and i feel like this is the animation that i like and love and i would invest yeah. in if they did it so yeah so okay. i mean I've watched the first two seasons of Young Justice, mm-hmm. so I, I that would be really easy for me to jump back into. Like mm-hmm. Maggie and I, Maggie, who doesn't always do animation, I remember we watched season two, and she was like, "This is like some of the best DC I've seen, like, okay. even with the movies. Like it's, it's really so good. good. Okay, it's really really good. I'll have to check it out." Thanks for the recommendation. Brian, yeah. reading, watching? Yeah, I, I talked about it at the top uh, of the podcast, <laughs> but I'll just focus on the things I've really enjoyed. Uh, I, I we're, we've, We just finished the second season of Dickinson, um, and if you're not familiar, it's on Apple+, Plus, and it is essentially like a loose interpretation of Emily Dickinson's life. Haley Steinfeld is the lead, who you are very familiar with if you've listened to Put the whole podcast. Put me back on the lead. 
Nope. I'm so, not. No, shit, you're not going back on the main screen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. And, and I like it because it's not, you know, when you think of Emily Dickinson, you're like, oh, it's going to be this stuffy period drama. And it's not. They don't. They like talk like they would basically how we talk. And one of the things I really enjoy about it is basically they're trying to bring the stuff that was impacting Emily Dickinson to to make it relevant to us like she worked through a lot of mental health things like she oh, stayed sure. in the same house for the most of her life trying to write poetry trying to figure out her place in the world huh. um being a feminist like being someone who didn't want to get married uh and Haley Steinfeld brings it to life it's it's so well done um and yeah watch the watch the preview if any of that sounds good to you and like me I'm not like super into English poetry but it it has me someone who like loves star wars it grabbed me and okay. was like no nah, this is like worth your time like this is fun okay. um so star i'm excited wars to watch poetry. the third yeah like I, like who am i i'm googling emily dickinson poetry because they bring up a poem basically every episode and it's like mm. i would like to know more and i sure. also don't understand it but i will try emily for you um but yeah i also hey. talked about watching arcane which again is Ailey Steinfeld is one of the lead characters. I see, wow. I see, I see so, the thread here. Oh, yeah, I see what Brian's I, doing. Brian's a Brian, do I yep. need to bring you up onto the main screen? No, look, I am happily married. <laughs> I am a movie film critic. Okay, sure. Yes, and, he uh, is. That's all right, so, Brian. I will listen to you. sounds like you're scratching like, two itches, Brian. But keep well, going. I watched most of this stuff with my wife, so I, I don't know what to tell you're you. Fine. I'm um, just giving you a hard time. You're fine. In any case. Um, but yeah, I uh, and I, then I've been reading Cytonic by Brandon Sanderson. It's the third in a sci-fi series, and it is, it's a ton of fun. It's spaceships shooting at each other. It's great. Um, and then I also finally read The Walking Dead, the fourth compendium, so I've read the entire graphic novel line, and it oh, is... damn. It is, it is the example I give people when they're like, well, graphic novels, they're not the same as like regular books. And I'm like, whoever Sir. you are, you read the entirety of The Walking Dead and it is just as powerful as any book I've I've read. And it is it ends on a phenomenal note, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so that's what I've been reading. I know it was a bit long winded and no, that's, sponsored no, by Haley it, Brian. That's a good, lot of good recommendations. I enjoy yeah, yeah, say how The Walking Dead started. Like, is there ever an answer to that? Like, is there like, this is the thing that made the zombies. I don't feel like, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but in the, in the books, that is not a focus is what mm. I will say. Okay. okay. I mean, and to be fair, there are so many different ways that we've seen them happen across pop culture that I right. suppose maybe that was never the, your brain can kind of connect the dots. Okay. I mean, and the walking dead, like yeah. they yeah. talk around it and they're like, you could make some theories about it, but nobody like comes out and says it directly. I'm, yeah. I'm oh, okay sure. sharing that. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I don't feel like that's, that's a spoiler, but it focuses more on like the human interactions and sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Thanks for sharing, Brian. Um, for me, I am still chipping away at um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think we're on <laughs> season six. Oh, man. Uh, look at you. We're really making it through it. It's I'm really good. Watch that shit. It's really, really funny, oh and gosh. I enjoy it a lot. Um, mm. So we've been watching that. Um, I'm revisiting some old, like some movies that I've seen a while ago. Um, I just didn't really watch anything super new after No Way Home. I just kind of 
yeah. left things go, but we were traveling a lot. So it felt weird to sit down. So I know there are some shows that are on my list of things that I want to watch, like secessions on my list of things oh. that I want to watch. So um, there's a lot of succession. stuff like that. And that's oh the other gosh. thing is that like, I'm trying to find things like Brittany, not we've trying to find things like Brittany will also enjoy for us mm. to watch. So secession I know is absolutely up her alley as far as that's concerned. Oh yeah. Um, so doing that as far as reading, um, I've been going down a really big, big comic book rabbit hole lately. Um, current, currently daredevil was the character that I was reading more about. So I read Frank Miller's the man without fear. So I read, Ooh, I love read that. that. Read that. Um, I have, I'm reading, um, like basically the daredevil echo book where echo gets introduced. So reading that, which I'm really excited about. Um, I feel like I'm teetering on this edge of a cliff of like, I'm going to be that person that goes to the comic book store weekly. Um, or I'm <laughs> not like, I feel like I'm teetering right here. Cause the more that I actually have like a paper book in my hand, like there's something about it that just, I really, really enjoy. I, I um, get it. So, I mean, the app is great. Like the Marvel Unlimited app is great because it literally is a, oh, you want to know more about this week? Chameleon, dive, fuck, dive the fuck in, man. Like we, yep. we can go, we can go there. So um, it's, it's cool. And I'm, but I'm, I'm kind of on, on that route. So that's really what I've been reading and watching. So I'm excited for, I'm actually really excited for 2022 because I feel like I'll be able to revisit some new shit. So um, dig it. Gentlemen, anything else that you all would like to plug this week before we close out? Uh, the Mantra Store is opening up. We're doing some new shit. You know what I mean? Spreadshirt.com slash The Mantra. It's going to be opening soon. We're going to have some more stuff, more logos. We are in full control here. And so we're going to have some new logos up. You never know what you're going to find up there. A lot of dope-ass shit that's happening. So, you know, keep your eyes open. And more music is on the way. So excited for the new shit that we did. Did a lot of work when we were... Um, on vacation with Jarell. Oh, Shout out to nice. Jarell for doing all the mixing and everything. Yeah. So, um, it's gonna be a good fucking time. So please keep your eye on the mantra and follow the mantra. Never offend it. Always humble. And I'm happy to recommend that even on even when you're in a humid environment, this guy those wore, those shirts shirt. breathe really well. They wear really well. They don't He's wrinkle. A dedicated so best just, I'm just I just He's can't dedicated. speak highly enough Look for their guy. merch. I can't so. believe you wore that shit. In Star Wars Land, in with Star my blue, Wars Land, in my with my blue. Moon. I want to see the lightsaber. It's canon. I will. I will break that out shortly. Love put that. that. Put that on Patreon, like Patreon saber porn. <laughs> okay, I'm. You might be put. If there was a sub screen that I could put you on, I might put you there. Brian, anything that you would like to plug? Please plug anything. Hey, Liam, for it. I love you. Look, is a website you can go to that has everything you need. Um, I'm, I can't get my thoughts together right now. Lovenerds.com. Great. It's great for all your lifestyle food needs. Great. Awesome. And you I want to plug. You know what else is great for my food needs? No. Nope. Haley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh. That's okay. We know. And I'm going to tell them. So you don't Thank need you. to worry. Thank um. You. I want to plug this podcast season yes, three sir. season three. We are we super back. excited. We are doing some great things. Um, more stuff is coming. We're very excited. Um, and so keep following us, keep sticking with us. Cause we got some big things coming up. Season three is going to be a great season. Um, and we're very excited. So thank you all for continuing to support us, but glad you are here for season three. Um, gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success it's been with us since the the very from the, the dawn of time from the jump 
Um, and Brian, would you please start us off with that first key to success? Douglas, I would love to. Hey, Thank everybody. You. It's a new year. It's yeah. a new you. Maybe. If you're not into that, like me, you don't make resolutions because you're like, hey, I'm just out here trying to survive. <laughs> this is actually a good time to pick up some new habits. You don't need to put any pressure on yourself. You don't need to put any resolutions out there. But if, say, you were like, you know what? I should do something. Pick up a book. Just try reading a book. Any book. Any book. It can be a short book. I've talked about this before. You don't have to read flipping war and peace I, Don't nobody do wants to do that probably uh read. just pick up a short book a hundred page short story just read get into somebody else's mind have some empathy figure out where they're coming from you'll be a better person i promise read a book absolutely read a book um i'm gonna take the next uh key to success with is drink a glass of water look y'all it is important that you stay hydrated i'm seeing a lot of new year's resolutions about weight if that seems to be your bag or not mm -hmm. drinking mm -hmm. alcohol if that is your bag so make sure you stay hydrated um your body needs water to perform the chemical reactions that help you lose weight so going on a fitness regimen and not drinking enough water is only going to doom yourself to failure so mm -hmm. make sure you drink your water and stay hydrated that's from a crossfit expert that is well experts being generous but yeah um but marcus uh what is our third wash yo ass please okay wash your ass a couple days ago there was an anniversary for an insurrection and you know what the biggest problem was with the insurrection Many all these motherfuckers did not well, yes there were many problems with these motherfuckers <laughs> but one of the biggest thing was if everybody would have just wash their ass they would have not gone up there you know what i mean they just they was too they were too caught up they had, it was just too much stank in there and when you do that and you come together as a collective stank you do stupid shit like storm the capital I, you know what i mean like I shitty want. people do shitty things and we don't want you to be one of those shitty people. if you if you're listening to us you're not a shitty if you made it this far on the podcast you're obviously not a shitty person that's very true so you there need to is. wash your ass Please wash your you, ass. You just have to wash your ass. Get in the crack of your ass. I would love. I want to make that propaganda poster, which is like, "Don't storm the government. Wash your ass." <laughs> like that just it doesn't. Go. It's just it doesn't match go. up. Like there you go. You know, stay vigilant. Watch your ass. Yeah, like those that like. What? How do we get? It's there? the same thing. Connect the dots. That's fine. That's six like, degrees of separation. Six degrees of washing your ass mm -hmm. is basically where we're at. Um, gentlemen, this has been a great episode one of season three. We'll be back for episode two with a movie review. Um, watch our show so socials for the announcement of what movie we'll be doing. Otherwise, uh, happy y'all are here. We will catch y'all next week. But in the meantime, can we name this episode the Florence and Haley poem. Yes, we can. We will write. We'll. It'll be called the love letter to Florence and Haley. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, 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 but like in the this. meantime and the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. I'm trying to make mixed babies with a swirl. Next week, I'm trying to create a little swirl of babies. God damn it! That accent. <laughs> <laughs>